When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey hon, it's me, Danielle. I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor, and I'm here to talk about all the ways multi-level marketing and mental health do not mix. It is important to know that this podcast is not meant to diagnose or for treatment. This podcast is based off of personal experiences and opinions, and is meant to educate and entertain. Now sit back and start healing with me on this episode of From Huns to Humans. Hey everyone, Um, before we get started today, I just wanted to give a couple of updates. Um, One is I wanted to give a shout out to Kate D for uh, supporting the podcast uh, through Anchor subscriptions. If you are looking to support the podcast, feel free to check that out. and I'm not going to be doing the buy me a coffee thing because I had too many issues with it. So um, I don't know, like maybe I'll put my Venmo or something in there. If you like really want to do like a one-time donation or something like that, that's awesome. Otherwise, I hope that you enjoy the episode. Um, but updates wise, I wanted to let you guys know that I am going to be a uh, bulk recording through the months of September, like the end of September and October and November, um, because I am trying to make sure I can take the month of December off. Um, so I know that it's September now, but we're thinking ahead. So just kind of letting everyone know, uh, in the month of December, I will not be, uh, taking new, uh, people to record. Um, so kind of keeping that in mind, I do have like a a good chunk of people, almost enough to get me, not actually, I don't think I have enough people to get me through. So I still need some more people for the months of October and November and December. Uh, But kind of just keeping in mind that we're going to be recording everything in October and November, and then taking December off recording wise, but there will still be episodes coming out. Um, And yeah, so if you want to be on the podcast, if you are, have been in an MLM that hasn't been talked about, please reach out to me. I will get to you as soon as I can. Uh, Instagram is the best place to reach out to me. Um, I get email paralysis. So if you email me, it is very difficult for me to read my emails. I just, it's an ADHD thing. If you if you have ADHD, you understand. Um, but yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode and we'll talk soon. Bye. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of From Hunts to Humans. We are here with Tate today, who is going to talk about Amway, but a different, what's it called? A leg? A team? Yeah, just a different team, I would say. Different team than we've had on the podcast before. So I'm really excited to see how similar they are and how scammy they are compared to the other Amway stories we've had. Um, Yeah. So what brought you to Amway? That is family, honestly, is the best way to put it. I remember being in high school and my aunt and uncle visiting my mom and dad. And it was my aunt and uncle who are my uplines or were my uplines. Um, And I just remember like starting to see the products around the house because they were more green. And this was, you know, early 2000s. So maybe Walmart and stuff didn't have like enough green products. So it was kind of cool to be like, oh, that's nice. but it wasn't until after I graduated college this summer, not summer 2016. I did. Um, it was like a year after that, that they came back into my life around 2017 and started speaking into me, loving on me, being like, you know, maybe this business is for you. You know, like any postgraduate, I was lost. I was just having fun with life. I was working a really awesome job actually at a climbing gym. Um, I loved it. I loved route setting. I loved coaching. I really love working with people that way. I really do love helping people. Um, And working at the climbing gym really helped change my life in the sense like I stopped smoking cigarettes. I found a healthy community. Um, You know, it, it was a good influence, but I still felt like I wasn't doing enough with my life. And they were like, well, maybe you should start this business. You could really make a big difference. Um, my mom and my dad or my stepdad had signed up. And there's like our family, uh, lots of tension. <laughs> so why not join this with them? Cause that's obviously going to fix everything. Um, Let's see. I wrote everything down. And so my brain is just like, hold on. There's, I want to say everything at once. I remember, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say too, like that. I feel like we know that there are a lot of stories that are connected by family, but I don't really hear them that often. So like, I think that people are usually kind of nervous to talk about it because like, it's your family. You don't want to like, say anything um so like thank you for talking about this because like it happens all of the time all of the time we actually I had another aunt on our team and I know that they had reached out to cousins because I've talked to some of my other cousins so like yeah family was definitely a big um what is it called like the warm calls for them like they they definitely went through our family um So, like I said, I was part of a a subgroup of Amway. It was called Win West. Um, Win what? It was the West part that was the subgroup. Win is World Information Network. Um, 
I'm, I think if you go back, you can like connect it to like Zig Ziglar or people like that, like a long time ago, I guess their legs get so large that they start breaking off at certain points and you can make your own team. Um, and I guess that happened a couple of times. I don't really understand the lineage sometimes, but, um, we did have like, we, we did have the quarterly conferences. Um, I know we worked with once a year, we did this big conference called family reunion. Um, and we had like worldwide dream builders and another group, I think maybe LTD or something, they would come and join us. So like, I'm very much aware of like all these other groups and it's always like, wait, who's your upline? How are you related? (laughs) Can I even talk to you? (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Could you talk to them? So sometimes like at the conferences sure um I remember actually fast forward a bit I moved to Colorado I actually ended up dating a guy that was in Amway in another group and we both had to talk to our uplines to get permission to date my aunt and uncle love this they love this because you know finally I'm, I'm I'm with a man that like really knows what he wants in his future and knows how to get it so even if it's okay if I leave their team to join his or it yes (laughs) I feel like okay so like obviously the point of the these companies is to make money so like for your upline to say like we're willing to release you for you to go on this other team I feel like that just shows like how culty it is right like Like, they would rather I have to stay in Amway. <laughs> it doesn't matter what team. Yeah, like they don't even care what team you're on anymore. They just want you to stay within the cult. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Keep going. <laughs> I need to know more. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, backtracking. Oh, man. I just. Yeah, I was very vulnerable. I was lost. Uh, I. And I tried really hard. I even got my roommate signed up under me. I had one of my coworkers signed up under me. I had a handful of customers, one of my old bosses, you know, some members that would come into the gym. My aunt bought for me. One of my sisters bought for me. I was trying it and I was making no money, like nothing. Like I even wrote down because I went, I kept all my emails because I was like, I will delete them after this interview, but I need to keep all of this for some reason. (laughs) And I'm glad I did. But I remember they like sent something out with like the PVs, BVs, basically $3 real dollars, real hard earned dollars equals like one, one business dollar or whatever. PV, BV. I don't, I'm bad at math. So the math never made sense to me. I can't, I can't explain it. They do that on purpose to make it confusing. Absolutely. But basically you had to spend, like you had to get 150 customer dollars, points, whatever, and like 300 of your own. And then you can make $13.50. And if you do it within the first three months, then you get $50 bonuses. So that always made it sound better. Like you can get $60. All right. Oh my God. No, like I I got a few $13 in my time. I lost so much money. I lost so much money. Yeah. Like that, the math ain't mathin'. 
<laughs> no, and I can barely math. <laughs> and I can tell it's not math. <laughs> so yeah, it was, you know, just a mess. And it was really involved with family. Where's my other camera? Um, so yeah, I go to the conferences. I'm a distant team. My, uh, I'm, I was in Nebraska at the time. So all of my uplines team was in Colorado. So all of our conferences for the most part were in Kansas. Um, so everyone's going to have to travel. Everyone does travel. Um, so I never saw my team. I wasn't always involved with like the weekly meetings, except the zoom meetings and stuff, um, which I still get links for if, if you ever want to see one of the family <laughs> meetings. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it was, every time I'd go to conference, I would just get love bombed. And I was just like, I belong. These people remember me. It's been months. And I remember having multiple like boyfriends throughout this, the couple years I was in it. They were like, you need to get out. You need to get out. And I'm like, I'm an independent woman. <laughs> and I just shake my head because they were really trying to be good partners. They were good people. And I just had my head so far up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's so it's so interesting how like you know we trust like people in our lives so much and then like if they go against like this one thing that we're like all in on it's like no you don't know what you're talking about yeah how could you see that I'm in something bad when like it's clearly so good <laughs> yeah it's the best it was the best I was making 13 dollars <laughs> Yeah, seriously. A month. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I have downline. I have customers. It's not working. And I'm just like, upline, what do I do? You know, I'm trying to be core, which is like you're doing your daily readings. You're sending your accountability text every day, which is so hard for me. I'm a very private person. I don't even talk to my best friend of 20 years every day. I'm just like. I can't, I don't want to be on my phone every day. Um, I'm trying to talk to people, going out, meeting people, putting myself just in like anxiety inducing situations for myself. And I know people want to ask about the math and that was always the worst part. Cause I was like, there's always that my brain is like, just, just try to steer the conversation where numbers don't come up, which Ugh, such ick thinking about like how going into these conversations and these interaction with people and I love people in that sense but just having this alternative motive like really started to just like I don't know make me feel rotten inside um and I'm talking to my Elaine like I'm struggling I don't know how to build this more and they're like well you should probably get a better job then, you know, cause like a climbing gym doesn't pay well. Um, there was no PTO, but you got as much time off as you wanted to go climb and do outdoor stuff. It was, it was a perfect job for a dirt bag. Just perfect. Um, so I decided to quit my career, you know, I don't want to call it a career, but a job and hobby I was very passionate about that I loved through and through and I decided to move into finance, which is currently where I'm at right now. And most banks, you start in the call center. Perfect. Just love talking to people who are just very angry about making loan payments. And, you know, again, more anxiety 
And they're just like, well, you can talk to all your coworkers about the opportunity because they probably hate their job just as much as you do. And it's just like, you put me through the gauntlet. <laughs> like this was encouraged. And I, uh, we had just like any other Amway teams, our PDP professional development program, which is another thing you buy into. Um, there was like two levels. One was like $40. The other one was like $80. You get one book a month and either four CDs or eight CDs. Um, and the upgraded one is the leadership CDs. And it's just more people talking out of their butts about how they built this business and you can do it too. I was so hooked on those audios. I had one audio and I remember the name. I won't say it, but I just... I felt for her because as a single woman, just struggling to build something, you know, there's just like a lot of empathy. I played that CD so much, it burnt out. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my goodness. I even thought about trying to find a new CD and reaching out to our back office people and be like, can you find this for me? I'm glad I never did because maybe it would have kept me in longer. Um, 2019, I did an event. I never did like lives or parties like for Amway. Like uh, there was like, you could do some like online posting stuff, but like you had to read through all of these rules. Um, and again, I just didn't want to put myself out there like that. I just don't feel like I am the best sometimes when it comes to like an online presence. Like I'm much better, like in person being personable. So all right, I'm doing this event. I'm, I'm, I'm being brave and going to do it in front of all my friends. Um, I just sampled products. And I remember the interaction I had with the Amway headquarters up in Michigan. I had to like email them for permission. And they had, they, they're like, okay, you have to draw us a sketch of the booth. And it was literally just like a piece of paper. And I'm like, here's going to be where the excess energy drinks are. Here's where the granola bars are going to be. And here's where like, you can sign up if you want to. I poured money into this money. <laughs> um, I bought a big banner for the excess brand. I it was it was kick-ass booth. Like if I was selling anything else, it probably would have done great. I made zero sales from that. Absolutely nothing. People like the free snacks. Climbers love free snacks. So, you know, that was great. And then <laughs> And after that, I was kind of just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm trying hard. I'm putting myself out there. It's not growing. And then at the end of 2019, the biggest mess happens in our team. The biggest mess. My stepdad divorces my mom. This causes everything to explode. Oh, my God. I can only imagine. Oh, my gosh. Yes, like my upline uncle was, you know, he was upset because my stepdad didn't talk to him before, didn't get, you know, I don't know what they called it. Just, yeah, I don't want to say therapy, but yeah, they didn't have a one-on-one -on -one to get through this. Mind you, this is my aunt and uncle through my mother's side. Why would my stepfather... <laughs> talk to my mother's brother-in-law <laughs> about divorcing her <laughs> mind you my mother wasn't 
the easiest person to get along with. I'm actually estranged from her still. Um, but that it wasn't just Amway. It was Amway just kind of set everything on fire. Um, and they had a funny thing of saying like, yeah, you know, this business really just, it really gets the truth out of people. Like you either stay together or you just, you realize you're not meant to be together. And it was just like, they were married for almost 10 years. Like that's just, that's not nothing. (laughs) And yeah, so it was just weird. And I remember my diamond upline, I had to talk to him about it because technically my stepdad was my upline between my uncle, but I always went to my uncle first kind of, it was like a weird dynamic. I don't know how to describe it. I know no one can see those weird hand gestures I made, but (laughs) But it's like, um, like in, in like a typical job, like going above your manager to like their supervisor all of the time. Yeah. And it was just like, but why did I need the supervisor? Why did I need to talk to him? He's not a relationship therapist. He right. used to burns before Amway. Like he... there's no reason he should be involved in this very emotional traumatic time because like it was very stressful my my mom and my real dad got divorced when I was little and now you know my mom and stepdad are getting divorced like this was very hard for me emotionally um and he was like my diamond upline sorry I'm trying to like remember people's titles um he's like well you know your stepdad showed you know, his true character by not going through the process and seeking your upline and blah, blah, blah. Do you really want your future business to be in his hands when you have more downlines who are going to be going to your stepdad for advice? And so I was like, okay. And (laughs) I guess I'll switch team, not, not teams, but like, I'll be directly under my aunt and uncle now and had to sign a bunch of paperwork and all of that stuff. And my stepdad did want to stay in the business for a while. And I had already, uh, we had already committed to go into the next conference because we were doing this big expo thing. And obviously my mom wasn't there. She was very upset at me saying like, I chose the wrong side. But in my mind, I'm like, well, I want to build this business so like I can help support you now because you need help. And I, you know, like, I made a commitment, like, I'm trying to be accountable, like, I already told my stepdad, like, he can drive with me, you know, because he doesn't have a car, because they only had one car, (laughs) so like I said, this divorce just, it was, just made everything awful, and I go to this conference with my soon-to-be ex-stepdad, which is always weird to say and think about, because, like, there's no word for that, um, my aunt and uncle are there and I just remember my whole team is just like, what is going on? Where's your mom? And we did this big expo for products. So I'm at like the, the sports and fitness one. And I was the only female in that booth. I was like, it just was really weird. The gender stereotypes that they would like assign and things like that. And it was like, I refused to wear makeup for the most part like unless like I'm going out with my friends but like I never really got into the artistry stuff um I really liked the fitness products because that's you know I was working in a gym at when I started and I was like this is you know these are good products so I thought 
And I remember one of my cross lines, and this was another family. This was a dad and his sons. Like there was a lot of families on our team. Yeah. Um, he looks at me and he's like, oh, how long have you been doing this? And I was like, dude, you've known me through three years. (laughs) And he's like, oh, I'm like, I am so-and-so's niece. (laughs) And just like to feel, yeah, so forgotten. And it's like, I know he wasn't probably like him and his wife, they lovely people, but, um, she was definitely more of the like relationship handler. Yeah. Just, like starting to see like these weird cracks in it. Um, 2020 happens. Finally. <sighs> the world shuts down. <laughs> of course. I feel like 2020 changed so many things in MLM. Yeah. So Amway's like, we're going to do virtual conferences. So I think like either the the first or second one, I actually drove out to Colorado to my aunt and uncles to be with people to watch the virtual conference. The second time I was like, I'm not doing that. That was too much. And I didn't really get a lot out of it because people were, you know, it was more just like hanging out and kind of watching really bad commercials. (laughs) Yep. And it's like, I'm hearing the same thing because, you know, like commercials come on and it's the same thing over and over and over. And so the next virtual conference, I stay in Nebraska. I'm alone because at this point, I don't have a team anymore. They they dropped off. Um, my roommate, best friend, like they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. And they had done It Works and stuff. So like they're being very kind. We've had conversations since then. They're like, I, yeah, I signed up to support, but I wasn't going to continue from the start. <laughs> Like, I just wanted you to do your best. <laughs> it's like, we could have had a serious conversation avoided so much. Yeah. And then my other downline literally just, like, dropped off the face of the world, moved back to Washington, and I haven't heard from him since. I hope he's okay, because I did care for a good friend of mine. Um, so, yeah, I think the virtual conferences is what really started, like, for me seeing a lot more discernment um because I was there was no one around me to keep that hype up there was no love bombing there was there was no staying up and having like our owl meetings there was no like getting up early to go do this so I was getting sleep that weekend I wasn't you know not being sleep deprived right drive and like stay up and get you know stand up sit down stand up sit down turn around yeah And then, like, I mean, I don't know if they, do they announce new products at Amway conferences? Sometimes, yeah. Like, I always feel like the big thing about MLM conferences is that, like, everyone cries about their new products. And, like, I, when I was doing Arbon and, like, it was pandemic, so, like, I was at home watching the, like, launch, and I'm literally, like, in my office and I'm like texting my husband from the other room I'm like this is so stupid like they're just announcing new skincare like they already have skincare and like I (laughs) and then like I'm watching all of like like you know the whole team's on zoom and like there was one like big group that got together and they're all like screaming and crying and I'm just like I'm just sitting here like what what yeah it's it's like lotion but it's like you have to 
be it. You have to embody this. You have to just do it 100%. Like my aunt and uncle before Amway, they were successful business owners. Like they owned a pump service company. They owned like a, I don't know, a dude ranch or something like people came and pretend to be cowboys and stuff. Like they, that's why I was like, oh man, because I've heard so much from other family members about these people being successful business owners. Like, okay, whatever they're doing now, that must be a good thing, you know? And it's, it's not, (laughs) it's so, um, but I think my aunt and uncle sense they were losing me and they're like, you really should move to Colorado. You really should move to Colorado. No. Did they get you to move? There's mountains right outside my window right now. <laughs> but well, I mean, that's kind of cool. It is. It's a great view. Um, so yeah, I moved to Colorado. My stepmom, um, she even helped me. She, she gave me a little seed money to help me get on my way um because I really wanted out of Nebraska and not just for the business but it's just I want to rock climb and backpack and hike and you can't really do that in cornfields and cow patties no (laughs) so so yeah um I move I move here Colorado May of 2021 fell absolutely crazy my dad even flew out to help drive the U-Haul out like my family's supporting me in this move I feel scared and great. And I just remember getting here and just feeling the dread of being like, now I have to build a business for realsies. And even though like the effort I put in prior, like that was real too. I did try. And that does count. Like just because I wasn't around my aunt and uncle doesn't make my effort any less. Um, but they're like, yeah, and we can see each other all the time. You know, let's do accountability texts more. Let's get on this. Um, cause like I had been dealing with some depression, anxiety before moving and just COVID was hard. I lived alone. So I was like, yeah, maybe getting some fresh mountain air will be great. Shortly after moving here, they both got COVID and my uncle actually did almost die. Um, he had some health complications. He was in the hospital for over 90 days, I think. Um, and my aunt, you know, she, she got sick. She was in the hospital just for a couple of days though, but the brain fog and the, the other long lasting effects were definitely still there. So and scary. It, it was so scary. My heart was broken and I feel terrible. Cause like, I could not bring myself to go visit him in the hospital to see all of the machines. And I knew other people on my team were, and it just made me feel terrible about myself. But like, Apparently he would like talk about business stuff while in the hospital once he was able to talk again. That's really sad. It's really sad. You know, and I guess he was drinking like the protein shakes and, you know, getting the nurses and doctors into him. And I'm in the sense he needed any protein shake, I think would have been good for him to put on weight. Cause when you're in a, a bed, like that for so long you lose a lot of muscle mass your muscles atrophy like you have to put on weight again right any shake could have done that right right there's (laughs) nothing magical about any specific shake no but like our team would like buy product and like go and drop it off and things like that oh I'm sure that he had plenty of product in his garage (laughs) yeah right it was just like 
it was hard and I really needed that space in retrospect it was very hard it was very difficult it was an emotional roller coaster I was in such a dark place because I didn't have friends here the only people I knew were my aunt and uncle um I did know I had one like approved cross line leg and he was a really good friend we had like similar backgrounds in the sense of just um doing dumb stuff when we were kids doing hard drugs and trying to clean our lives up you know so um I remember I even went to church with him a couple times like that's how lonely I was like I have faith my own faith but their faith's a little bit too much for me um I have a background in archaeology and we just could never quite agree on certain um belief systems I'm you know I'm not trying to like discourage anyone no no yeah (laughs) but yeah once once you like like everyone learns different things in their lives and different things that they learn lead them to different faiths or no faith yeah so it's like I, I was trying to connect uh it was just like hard and I even remember this friend my diamond upline at one of the last conferences I made I, I went to, he made a comment about him. And this was a different guy um, that I mentioned earlier. They were like, oh, hey, you know, he's single. What about him? You know, and I was like, again, this is my diamond upline. Like, he, you don't even know me. And I was just like, uh, yeah, I think there's like just some fundamental differences there. And I've always just seen him as a friend. He And it, and it was nice actually feeling like we were friends, but I since I stopped showing up, um, I haven't heard from anyone really. There was one person who sent me flowers when my dog passed away. And for the most part, that's my, it's like, I just don't exist on that team anymore. And, um, yeah, it was weird. Just like how charismatic and just swept up in this family business you get. And, you know, you're like, okay, I'm going to do the PDP. I'm doing core. I'm, it was just never enough. And when it's never enough for your family, that can be a really debilitating place to be. Cause I don't care if I disappoint my boss. I don't care if I disappoint my coworkers, you know, just like seeing my uncle after he gets out of the hospital and you're like, you know, if I build this business, that's good for him. Like, in my mind, I already knew that if I build it, it gets better for them. Right. I don't know how I didn't, like, <laughs> finish processing that thought all the time. Where it's like, wait a minute, that seems scammy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I, I used to have thoughts like that, too, where I was always, like, like, my, so, different situation. But, like, I, my upline... And I would like have mutual friends and then she would recruit them. And I was like, I was, I was talking to them. Why didn't you place them under me? It would have helped both of us. Like, yeah, like you it wasn't necessarily a steal, but like, it was kind of like, this would have made much more sense. Like I'm closer to this person. <laughs> it's like you snooze, you lose. Yeah. And But, like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense because, like, you know, I feel like, like, why, why, like, and I know kind of, like, why this doesn't happen, but, like, it it almost is bonkers to me that, like, you don't just place people underneath 
uh, your last person. No, because they they talk about it a little bit is because like you also want it wide to stay stable because once your chain gets too long, it like it will eventually break off or something once you reach. So it's like you want to build wide and deep and scam all the people. Scam everyone. Just get everyone. Um, I even sold my car as part of this. Really? When I moved here. Yeah, because like I work for Mo and I was like, I, 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 Colorado is expensive. I live in a one bedroom. It's $1,500 a month for rent and utilities and, you know, uh, money's got to come from somewhere yeah <laughs> and, uh I was putting way too much in insurance and in gas and I was like okay well you know I can always like ask for rights to meetings I can definitely walk around I live in a little I live in a cute little area of town like I can definitely go to coffee shops and walk downtown and I can make this work I, I sold my car <laughs> so I could have more money for my business like looking back like I lie about it like and I'm you know my friends will now hear about this um but like I I would lie about it and just be like oh I didn't really need it I cry all the time for not having a car because like I just want to go drive into the middle of nowhere and go camping all the time and now I can't do that um you know selling it did help me stay here longer but in two weeks uh my dad's picking me up again and I'm moving to Arizona to move in with them I have nothing in my savings because of this business. Like, oh, sorry, emotions. Um, you know, and it's just like, I try to see the the silver lining. Like, it could have been worse. Uh, I could have signed way more people up under this. Um, I don't have, you know, live streams out there of me doing stuff. Like, I, I've, I've listened to so many other podcasts and I'm just like, okay, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's bad, but it's okay. (laughs) And I I think that like, that's part of the point of this podcast, right? Is for everyone to know, like everyone's bad is valid. Like these experiences that we have, like they suck when like you get out and like all of the glitter is gone. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, what did I do? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I, I am never going to get over the fact that, like, at one point when I was doing Plexus, I had $10,000 in my bank account, and then I went to Vegas, and I overdrafted that account. Yeah. Like, it's like- that was all of my <laughs> savings. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I quit a job I was very much in love with. Like, it wasn't, a- money... F- money for me it's you know like am I living a good life do I have friends do I am I having adventure like it doesn't I don't necessarily need to be a multimillionaire. like I realize this now like wealth is so much more in memories and experiences for me but I put down my artwork I stopped really climbing I it was bad and so I really lost myself in this business like I didn't know who I was. I didn't feel like I had friends in Nebraska. And like, besides like my best friend who just was seriously my, my freaking rock, my freaking rock. Um, And so in a weird turn of events, like I was thankful for the opportunity to be disconnected from my upline when I moved to Colorado as like messed up as that says, like, 
I wish my uncle and aunt never got sick. I wish they never had to go through those experiences. But I'm glad that I had that space because I was actually able to make genuine friends who are like, I'm going to be so sad moving away. But I remember, so that one guy I was mentioning earlier that I was dating that was also in Amway, he came to one of the game nights. And this was like my first, I think this was one of our first bigger gatherings. And it was like, really just like, Ooh, now I'm bringing my boyfriend. We're going to, you know, be a power couple and we're going to get all our people into business. He, uh, I love his energy. I'm introverted. He was extroverted. He's very gregarious. Um, and he was like talking about something and someone was like, Amway, you mean that pyramid scheme? And I just like, we, I could just like sense both of us just drop. And he was like, I don't know how he recovered it. But I remember later that night after leaving and I was thinking, I do not want to manipulate these people. These are very good people. I want these people in my life. I want these. Um, so from there, I started making that conscious decision of like, I'm done. I am so done. And I finally watched, um, what is it? The Illuminati YouTube video about Amway. I finally was like able to watch like the full YouTube video. I had like started it months prior, maybe had like five minutes and I must've like chickened out and stopped watching it like a year or two before. Um, (laughs) So I was like, I'm going to fully watch this and I'm just going to just be open to what's here because like I have been denying myself searching truth. Like I've been like I said, going through my emails, my uncle had sent me an email that was like the truth about pyramids or whatever. And it was, I remember years ago, originally watching it and it's like saying how Amway's not a scam. I can't access that video anymore. I think they took it down or something, but (laughs) it was just funny having this like full turn of events of like, I remember watching videos that were like, this is not a scam. This is not a scam. Don't ever say that to like, oh yeah, no, you dumb shit. (laughs) And I have been binge watching, binge listening to all the podcasts, all the audios, like I was still in the business, but to like decultify my brain. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what I did too. I Like I was like, this is my new professional, professional development, personal development, whatever. Like I need to, and I felt like <laughs> I had to keep up. There was like a long time where I was like, if I stop listening and then I started doing the podcast and I was like, if I stopped doing these things, it would only be a matter of time before I joined another one. Yeah. Even though I knew, even though I was at that point in time, I was educating too. And I was like, even though I know, I think that if I stopped, I would get right back in. Yeah, so I at one point had a small mentee bee. I like to call my mental breaks that. Just more fun. Um, and I went through my closets. I went through everything. I threw out a couple hundred CDs, probably. And I'm looking back, I'm like, that's a couple hundred dollars easily. That's five, six, seven hundred dollars easily. Like every every four to six CDs, that's forty to seventy, eighty dollars, you know, like I threw out books and I love books, but I was like, and I live near a library. I contemplated like donating and I was like, no, not these books. These books are the only people reading these books are people who are in multi-level marketing. Cause like I'm, there's 
there has to be these authors that realize there's just this this group of people that are just eating this shit up and just to like just keep repeating you know the same information in the books like it's okay people don't believe in you you have to build your self-esteem which yes there were some good books but the majority of them they're just different titles different authors all the same information and I remember like you know we had the same books as everyone else in the sense of like business of the 21st century rich dad poor dad napoleon hill books on and on it goes um yeah if someone's trying to get you to read any of those books and you barely know them just run just run just go to go the other and again like these books aren't necessarily bad themselves but i feel like it's this community i don't want to call it a community but it is a community of cults that manipulating it because it's like a tool it can you know uh, a hammer can be used to destroy and to build they're using the brainwash yeah that is such a good uh is that an analogy is that what that's called i think so (laughs) it's too early my brain is like "Mm, is that what it's called but that that is i like that saying um i've never heard it before And I think that that's like so accurate when it comes to almost everything about MLM, like the, like you said, the professional, the personal professional development, whichever you want to refer to it as like, even like the products and like the groups and like everything, like, like, it's okay to have friends, but like, it's not okay to have like these transactional manipulative relationships yeah so a couple of my cross lines and I while my uncle was in the hospital my aunt was recovering um we decided to like make our own little group chat and try to keep each other accountable and just check in because again our uplines are MIA and you know I was so heartbroken when my uncle like chewed my ass out about it. He got mad about it. He was upset. He was like, cause it upset the pecking order pretty much. Cause he was like, you know, if you're not accountable, then that encourages other people to be accountable. And was this group chat really good for you guys? I can't remember the exact words, but I remember the feeling of just being like, you're upset that I tried like we tried to like come together to like keep each other going in this stupid business. Like I was just like, and that was kind of one of the final straws where it was like, do you guys care about me? Like, I know like you guys didn't know me when I was a baby, but I thought you guys loved me. And I, you know, like my aunt was my mom's, one of my mom's older sisters. And she was very maternal towards me and, um, you know, like I said, I've been estranged from my mom now the last two years, pretty much year and a half, two years. So it was like, you know, there was definitely space in my life that needed to be filled and then just that devastation. Yeah. So, um, I, just was done and I actually got an email the other day about like 
automatic renewal stuff and I was like oh shit I gotta turn that off and I went in and I logged into my account and took off my card and I've heard horror stories that it's hard for other people to quit their businesses and I feel so sorry like if you want an easy MLM to quit join Amway I guess and then quit because <laughs> <laughs> it's like as long as like if you don't renew within a certain time frame they'll you just become inactive and then eventually it kicked off Wow. Yeah. That, that does sound fairly easy compared to others. Uh, like there is one at one point in one of the MLMs I was in, you had to fax them. (laughs) And I did hear that. And for anyone who needs to fax, you can do it through email. There are like apps and stuff. So if you need to fax stuff, you can take a picture and send it. I remember hearing that and I was like, I need to remember this because I have to like sometimes fax things from work I don't have a fax machine. Yeah. So there's ways about it. I don't but know yeah. why faxing is still a thing. <laughs> I don't know either. And it's like, yeah, I don't know why we still use it for my work either. Cause it's yeah. all online. Are you sure this isn't just technically an email? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and so all together, was in it for about five years although the last year and a half was more just me not participating getting out decultifying my brain I honestly barely talk to my aunt uncle anymore um my aunt calls me every now and then um and they're they're sad for me to go but they're like well hopefully you learn some stuff and can continue on so I'm trying to be hopeful and not just feel like sad for myself. (laughs) Like I did it to myself. Um, So moving to Arizona temporarily, I'm going to pursue my 300 hour yoga teacher training. I already completed my 200 hour, my last couple months in Nebraska. Nice. uh, Which was actually a fight too with my upline. Like I had to like be like, well, you know, I've saved up this money. Uh, it's not like I'm growing my business here. So I don't really need to buy products right now. And I'd really want to, you know, think of the the group of people I could have access to once I'm a yoga teacher, which never, I would never like, if you're a yoga teacher and like slinging products, are you really a service? You know, are yeah. you, are you a service there? Right. But I can Just, see like how pitching it that way would make them say yes. Yeah, but really, I just wanted to do it for myself because I love yoga. I have a a chronic disease and it's just been, I like to do yoga nidra and restorative practices to calm down because like MLMs cause a lot of anxiety, cause a lot of stress. And when you have chronic inflammation that you can't, there's not enough supplements in this world to help for that. (laughs) No, absolutely not. Even though they try to make it sound like they can save you from everything, but they can't. No, they absolutely cannot. And God, yeah. And it's absolutely true. Just like any MLM with the speakers at the conferences, they're just presented as Ken and Barbie, these flawless people who are just Joe Schmoes that we're idolizing. It's, you know, I guess I wanted to come on here and talk about my story because of family, but, and I know I didn't really talk about necessarily like dealing with other Amway stuff, but it's all the same. It's all the same. The people on the stage, they're fake. 
they're fake they're not real like they they know what they're doing they have to yeah yeah I think that I think that most of them know on some level what they're doing and then I do think that some of them are just so brainwashed they have no idea yeah and with that it's like that's kind of what I hope my aunt and uncle are they just because there's they're about 70 um years old so it's like I I don't want to pick any fights I'm not here to start fights and I do want the best for them I want them to live you know a good rest of their years but yeah I don't know if they can necessarily start an honest business at this point right what do I do (laughs) you know it's like so I just as quietly peacefully gracefully just faded into the background and there's nothing wrong with that you don't have to make a big splash if you're trying to leave a multi-level marketing you don't have to post anything if you don't want to like you know like I said this is me just finally being accountable about it and saying stuff a lot of my friends didn't know I was in Amway wow even from Nebraska (laughs) yeah that's a good point though like I think that some people especially like if you're consuming a lot of anti-MLM content you might feel like you have to like announce things and like and because like in MLM you're used to announcing things but the cool thing about anti-MLM is that we are not a pyramid scheme and we are not your upline so like you can do whatever you want and if you want to make a post or share something or whatever that's awesome we love that but we just want everyone to get out and to not waste their money and to be safe and happy and find legit ways to support their family Yeah, I had even reached out to my ex-boyfriend and was like, hey, I'm getting out of the business. And he was just like, yeah, well, best of luck. And I was just like, okay, you poor thing. Because, like, he used to be a semi-pro climber coach. Like, he, you know, it's just sad people seeing people just throw what makes them who they are, their uniqueness, and just forcing themselves into this stupid ugly box you know it's life is too short like be weird be yourself don't try to be someone that's selling the same snake oil as sam next door like right all right well anything else before i ask you my final question um trying to think Mm. No, I think that's, I think that's everything. All right. So what is your anti-MLM why? Just be weird, you know, just go live your weird, happy life. Like there, I spent five years being stressed out. My, I'm going to be 30 in June. Like I spent my fun 20 years, like my fun 20s times wasting my money and not on fun things. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're in your, if you're young, if you're out of college, don't, don't do it. Go spend your money, go get a dumb tattoo, go on a, go on an adventure. Don't join it. It's not an adventure. It's just, I'm sorry. That was like a terrible, like smorgasbord of an answer, but no, I think it's so true though. Like 
if you're gonna blow your money, blow it on something that you're gonna look back on and be happy to tell that story yeah. or like be happy to look back on. I mean, like there were definitely some things in my MLM journey that like I had a lot of fun with and like in ways I don't regret, like I don't regret all of it. I, like, yeah. But like, yeah. it, it's like, there are parts like when I did go to Vegas, like I had a lot of fun. Like I didn't gamble or really do anything in Vegas other than the conference. But like, that was the first time I traveled by myself. Like, you know, like it was just really cool to be able to, to travel yeah. and do these things with like a group of friends. Yeah. So one conference, once it was back in person, my aunt and uncle couldn't go because of their health. That was actually a really fun conference because our group, we decided to get scooters and like ride around downtown Kansas City. And again, we kind of got in trouble of that because how expensive were those scooters? Oh my God. Damn, Gina, let me live my life. Gina's not a real person, just an expression. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, we're young. We just want to have fun. We're, we're downtown Wichita or Kansas City. I don't remember where, but we just wanted to live our lives right like it, it's fun it's like yeah how do you tell like a bunch of 20 year olds to like sit in a room together and like not talk and have fun right ridiculous so yeah and if you know my family or friends hear this again it's like it's nothing against you I'm just for myself right now yeah absolutely well, thank you so much. This was wonderful. I'm so glad to have like that other teams like out there because I I really don't think we've talked about that one. I don't know that I've really heard about that one before. Yeah, um, I, it's definitely a smaller group. Like our conferences, three out of four were, like I said, in Kansas. They we weren't filling up stadiums by any means. It was probably like maybe good two to 300 people at times. Um yeah. But we did join for bigger conferences with other teams and stuff that definitely filled out more. But yeah. Um, all right. So if uh, anyone wants to reach out to you, where can they find you? Um, power of two yoga on Instagram. That's power of T O yoga, my initials. Um, I actually decided to make my personal page private now, but that page is still public. Like I said, I'm going and doing more trainings. I'll be able to offer teaching online. Um, be stressed. Let me know. Hit me up. You can say, hey, I'm getting out of an MLM. I'll, like, you can get a freebie. I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> relax. <laughs> yeah, everyone needs to relax and get reconnected with their body. I love that. Well, thank you so much. And I hope that everyone has a fantastic weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.